is Matilda. My name is Josephine, and this is the Leaving Sweden podcast. Hell yeah. How are you today? I'm good. Um, the weather isn't very nice, but... No, yeah. it looks like the sun is shining, but maybe it's just the cloud that's reflecting yeah, something. Yeah, that's a pretty good description. <laughs> okay. How are you? I'm good. I'm having my spring break right now, Woo! so I'm off. So I'm doing nothing. Nice. Really. <laughs> but it's pretty nice, actually. We went to Ikea the other day and bought some stuff for, for a little corner that's been empty for a while. And it looks so nice now, like with a little plant and little carpet and like this little chair and everything. And like it, it just turned out so cozy. So I'm just sitting there all the time now. And like I started to draw yesterday again. And like it, so it's nice. I'm just like super chilling, eating a lot of uh, cookies and giflar. <laughs> giflar. Oh. Which is like a c- cinnamon buns kind of, but in a small format. You can buy it at Ikea. Oh. <laughs> I've been eating the whole bag in like two days. <laughs> They're so good. (laughs) So yeah, that's me right now. I'm just doing nothing and eating a lot of tasty stuff. Sounds nice. (laughs) And not caring about it. (laughs) Okay, so today we're going to talk about expectations, put shortly. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we don't really know where we're going to end up in this, but no. <laughs> we, we we just know that, like, okay, we can talk about some expectations. But, but okay, so to start with, like, what expectations did you have before you came to Japan, the very first, mm-hmm. and also to, uh, uh, to Seoul and, like, to, to Korea? But what were you thinking? Like, have you, did you create any, like, scenarios in your mind or were you, like, oh, my God, I'm going to do... <laughs> this so much or i'm gonna eat so much sushi or (laughs) like oh what were you thinking before you left oh so it's kind of hard to remember because the first time i went to japan i i was like 19 and i'm that was like almost 10 years ago because i'm turning 28 wow (laughs) soon but um i remember oh my god in a couple of days yeah, oh my god, when I think about it. Oh, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So, um, I remember I I expect, this is not really about the country in general, but like when you go to a country for the first time, you have like no concept of like distances unless you're good at that stuff, but I wasn't. So the place that I was going to stay at was like, it said it was like 20 minutes from like central Tokyo. But that central Tokyo turned out to be, like, one part of central Tokyo. So we live, like, super far away from everything that I do remember. And it's, like, I expected to, like, be going in to Tokyo and doing all this, like, touristy stuff really easily. Because I was going to be there for a month. But it turned out to be (laughs) so horrible. Because the trains were um, really difficult to understand. Which is something I didn't think about. Because in Sweden, where I come from, or we come from, we don't really have, like... Um, subways or anything so I thought it would just like you just go hop on a train and then you go where you want to go but like (laughs) it was so much more complicated and I think I just didn't in what way Um, because so many like different there are a lot of different lines so in Stockholm there are like three 
are three lines? I don't know. I have. I can't remember. How many lines are there? Like green, blue, red. <laughs> yeah. So like there's the there's the one green line maybe, but in Tokyo there are like probably two different so so to speak like lines that are green and two two ones that are red. And if you just look, I've I've mistaken the lines. Like I've looked at the logo without looking at like the name, and I've taken. I've gone on the wrong line because it was the same color and st stuff like that. But anyways. oh shit! So like where I live, it's like um, it's like kind of a terminal type of station. So if you can go in, it's the same train line, but it goes in different directions and stuff. And in the beginning, like I didn't know which train to take to go home from like the big part of the city, like from Shinjuku, it's called to go to oh, where no. I live. That's lived. even worse. Like. It should be the easiest to get home. Like, oh, what a panic! If like, how do I yeah. get home? And I, I think I, I um, imagined I will do all of like the cool touristy stuff. But in the end, since I didn't have like a, I didn't have a, any Wi-Fi or anything, I just ended up getting lost a lot of the time. And it, it was interesting. Like it was oh, fun, no. but it was not what I expected. I expected to do like cool things all the time, but I ended up mostly just getting lost for most part of the month. But it was a great learning experience. <laughs> Um, but my my um, experience with like meeting people was uh, ex it exceeded my expectations because a lot of people would say like oh when you go to Japan it's gonna be impossible to make Japanese friends because they don't want to talk to you <laughs> but it's like actually a lot really? of people think that Japanese people are like super shy and don't want to make friends with people and yeah if you it's the same in Sweden like if you sit on the subway <laughs> You, you're not gonna if you talk to someone on the subway you're gonna be a weirdo but oh my god <laughs> yeah yeah people will call the police like if yeah. you ac accidentally look them in the eyes they will be like oh my god this guy's gonna kill me <laughs> yeah and I, I think i think those expectations that i found online were like from maybe american people and as a swedish person i wouldn't have done stuff like that anyways i don't i don't know but since i lived in a share house i was able to make a lot of Japanese friends which was something that did like exceed my expectation or defy my expectations and um and this is just <laughs> really random I don't think this is what uh, we were like going into when we were gonna talk about this but whatever and when I moved to Seoul I did expect to find work a lot easier like because I was like mm. oh it's a big city so there's gonna be a lot of jobs where you, you can just speak English and find work right away but um, I'm not a programmer or like I don't know some something like an I don't know what it's called like accountant or something like that I found like a lot of <laughs> job postings for that kind of stuff but um, <laughs> like someone like me who wants to work like in social media like all of the jobs that I found need Korean so now I'm working on that and yeah mm. it's like I think I usually go into things expecting um I don't really think about I think about the future a lot but I I am not a detail kind of person so I just look at the big picture and then when I end up in a place there are all these like overwhelming details that just ruin everything do you know what I mean like not in a way that I don't enjoy myself but it's like yeah. oh this and that and that and that I didn't think about that and then that is what kind of changes the experience from what I expected to something that I didn't expect <laughs> oh, mm -hmm. yeah I didn't make any sense. Yeah, no, but. I get it. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I mean, I get it. It's the first time I went to the U.S. was to San Francisco. Yeah. And that happened so fast. So I don't think I really, I really didn't create any expectations because yeah. since we won a trip with my work, like we, we found out like, okay, in like three weeks or something, you're, you're going to go to San Fran, like. So it was pretty fast. And it was like, oh, my God, what, what, really? Like, oh, a paid trip to San Francisco <laughs> with, with my work friends? Like, oh, my God. So I don't remember. I, I don't think I expected anything, really. I was just, we were just so excited. And we couldn't really believe it was happening. It was just like, what the fuck? Um, so the second time when I went alone, that time I really created a lot of, like, stories in my head of how it was gonna be and I was single so I was like oh I'm gonna meet the love of my life you know I was like (laughs) like that and I was like oh it's gonna be so dreamy I'm gonna gonna hang out with the famous people and like party you know and I wasn't even going to LA like I was going to San Francisco only um but I don't remember either like that was a while ago too it was five years ago but I mean, one thing that that I found pretty interesting is that I stayed with, so I stayed at a hostel most of the time. And I really liked that hostel, like the the people that worked there were really nice and it was fairly cheap and it was shared showers and, and bathrooms and stuff, but I didn't really mind it. I just like went there and took a shower. You know, I, I didn't really yeah. mind it. Because I was so open for everything too, uh, I, and we're talking about expectations. Like <laughs> I didn't, like I knew that that was the kind of trip I was going for. Mm-hmm. That was that was going to. Like I knew it wouldn't be like some kind of luxury place. Um, yeah. I did end up in some kind of luxury apartment though, for a week. Oh yeah, but, <laughs> for that. Yeah, that's a, that's another story. <laughs> All yeah. the cashmere everywhere and like yeah another story but um what was I going to say oh yeah so during one week I remember I met two girls um that I still have contact with which is pretty cool because we only hang out with or, or for like one week like one week of my life five years ago and we still I mean not in contact like we write and stuff but but we still follow each other and like I wrote to one of the girls quite recently, actually, because it turned out that a guy that I met here in L.A. knew her, <laughs> which is pretty insane. Because he was like, yeah, I'm from, from, from Ireland and, and Dublin and blah, blah. And I was like, oh, you don't happen to know this girl? And he was like, nah, I don't know. Like, and I just left it. But then I saw when I started to follow him on Instagram, I saw that he followed my friend from Dublin. <laughs> and I was like wait a minute <laughs> so I wrote to both people and were like what the fuck do you know each other um pretty insane world is very small but so that was fun and the other girl I'm, I'm still like you know Instagram kind of contact like liking pictures and like stuff like that but um but that was something that I didn't really expect like that I would get those kind of friendships especially mm. one of them Her name is Isidora um, she really became like a mom. Like she was so important for me during that week. And, and we did so much together. And I, I didn't expect to do that. I, I was like, okay, I'm going alone. 
I'll probably meet a guy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that was like my the level of my expectations. Um, but we did so much fun together, like fun things together, and like explore the. We went to the bridge, and you know, we like went a little, little uh, uh, fun trips and stuff. Went to Berkeley with her too. But yeah. Anyways, but. <laughs> But so that was something that was really surprising. And same in LA, I guess. Because um, when I went there, I knew that I was moving in with a Swedish girl. So that was like, okay, but that's nice. You know, it, it will kind of feel like home in a way and like easier to communicate and stuff like that. And we were both into dance. I was like, oh my God, we actually have something in common. Like this could actually like be nice. You know, we could go out clubbing or we could take some dance classes together or whatever. Uh, but turned out that she knew a fuckload of other Swedish people <laughs> who now also became like my super close inner circle and friends, at least before. I mean, we still have contact too, but, um, but stuff like that, like the friendships I got out of traveling, that was something I didn't expect actually, now that I think about it. And I never really saw it like that, but I actually met a lot of great people while traveling alone that I still consider like really important people for me and, and people that really gave me something valuable, you know, like even if it was just for a week with Isadora, like she truly gave me something valuable still. I remember she, she wrote me a note uh, when she left. Super cute. I still have it. And it said something like, the sun will always shine for you. Like rain will come, but the sun will always shine. You know, stuff like that. And I just still take it with me, which is pretty cool. Yeah. But how do you feel about about all that? <laughs> oh, no, I um. now that you started talking about it, I was like, well, actually, <laughs> um, it was the same first time I went to Japan. I obviously didn't expect to make friends like I went there it was originally like a one month trip but I ended up staying like four months because I, I went to Korea <laughs> during that time so I could like extend my visa once but I the re that's the reason I stayed longer like I met um friends like in my share house I met like a um Japanese girl that she was like a bigger sister to me and I I never expected to meet like such a good friend and she spoke English which at the time was like really good for me because I didn't really speak Japanese and she spoke like she'd lived abroad and stuff and she taught me so much and she helped me so much and like showed me so much of Japan that I wouldn't have seen if I had just been a tourist which was really interesting like as you see I didn't go there expecting to make friends but now she's still like a, I we don't keep we keep in contact but like not all the time but if I when we do it's like we both still know that we're like sisters which is really nice like even if we don't talk all the time I always know that she will be like my bigger my bigger Japanese sister if that makes any sense and then the friends that I made the first time I went to Japan when I returned um, later, they were still my friends, which was so nice. So like, I always had people to like go on trips with. And, uh, since I had my core friend group that I'd made the first time I went to Japan, it was like easier for me. Cause I'm, I'm not shy, shy as in, I don't, um, 
I'm scared to talk to people, but I'm also like when it's a group, I don't really know how to like just enter a group and become part of it. So it's easier. It was easier for me since I'd already made some friends. I was able to make more friends, it, at least in the share house, um, which was nice. But that leads me because I, I expected it to be just as easy to make friends when I went to university, uh, the Japanese university that I went to. Um, and um, it, it was with foreigners. <laughs> uh, and I did make a Japanese friend. She's um, super nice because we met uh, during the orientation the entrance ceremony and then I met another girl that I also became very close friends with but I found that it was really hard to like really hard to fit in anywhere in university which I didn't expect mm -hmm. um so that was kind yeah, of a I hard time on that actually yeah like I didn't yeah. fit in anywhere like I was this I did make two Swedish friends in my university that went to my university and we since we were both <laughs> or we were, all three of us were Swedish I was friends with them separately but they were if that makes any sense they didn't know each other but I yeah so with them it was the only people <laughs> that I felt not the only but the almost the only people like, that I felt like they get to me and they're like they don't have any strange biases towards me or like don't want me in their group because I'm a white girl <laughs> I'm not I'm not Japanese mm -hmm. and I'm not a Japanese person that lived abroad I'm not Korean because there were Korean groupings and but there were no like <laughs> where does the Swede belong? And I didn't want to be the Swede. I just want to make friends, like different types of friends. Does that make any sense? Like with all kinds of yeah. people. And that was really hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't know, because I feel you on that. I've always had a hard time too, to make friends when I went to school. I don't know yeah. why that yeah. is. <laughs> well, I can't really count this, like the UCLA time, because it's been like, pretty much 100% online, mm. which is obviously oh, yeah. when you don't meet the people, like it's even harder to actually like connect on that kind of level. But if I if I uh, think of, think back to like Santa Monica when I went there, Santa Monica College, that was the same kind of thing mm. as you're mentioning, I think. Because my expectations coming there were like, oh my God, I'm going to be only with photographers and yeah. holy shit like this will be amazing we were gonna have so much in common all of us and it's gonna <laughs> yeah. be so amazing and you know but i was in luck in one sense because i met a swedish girl as well and we obviously connected because we were swedish and well she's awesome so that's why we connected too but <laughs> and then i also connected with another guy who uh uh he's not american but he's lived here for quite a long time and we still keep in contact too. And he's the only one actually I have in contact with from that from that time. The other ones I have like no idea what they're doing or anything. Even if we met, like some of us went to the same classes, so some of us met like three, four times a week for a year. Mm. <laughs> like Yeah. <laughs> and you know. But I don't know if it's I don't know for me, maybe it's a cultural thing. I felt like no hating here but, yeah, <laughs> but I yeah. felt just like I never really connected with Americans mm. uh, actually and I, I don't know why like it's it's not like it's something wrong with them or anything but, yeah. <laughs> but it's just it's just for me it's so I don't know but I never really felt like I belong anywhere <laughs> I guess that's why I'm always like traveling and stuff because I never really felt like I met 
people who are actually exactly like me, like in the way they're thinking and everything. And I, I remember not to, uh, uh, how do you say, ring my own bell or whatever yeah. you call it. No, what do you yeah. say? What's, what's that expression? <laughs> but I still yeah. kind of am because I don't really care. Toot my own horn. <laughs> is that what it's called? <laughs> Toot my own horn. I that's think. the thing. Ring my own bell. Ring my own <laughs> Yeah, that's a new expression for me. <laughs> well, it works. <laughs> I'm going to trademark it. No, but... Um, so now I lost it. Oh, no, yeah. So... It was in this, it, it was in a class I went to and I just noticed that like, I don't know, the teacher asked something. I don't really remember what it was. Mm. And I was the only one who actually like thought differently. And I mm. noticed that so clearly. And also in like discussions we had, um, like assignment discussions and stuff, I was, everyone answered in a certain way and was like, yeah, this is how it is. And I was like, but how like haven't you thought about this like what about this part and how what about this and everyone's like oh oh yeah you have you know and I don't really know where I want to get with this but I just feel like uh, I don't know like I never agree with anyone yeah no, <laughs> I, I get you <laughs> and, and that doesn't mean that like they have great points and everything yeah. but it's all I always felt like uh, I'm thinking different than everyone else. Yeah. And it doesn't always have to be a good thing. That's not what I'm saying. But like, I'm, I'm always like thinking one step further or outside the box or around or the other way yeah. or like upside <laughs> down or like, you know, yeah. <laughs> so I'm a real thinker. So maybe that's why, but I don't know. Um, you know, that, uh, I don't know. Do, do you feel, you feel the same? I feel also like, I think, even if you meet a lot of people in university, only a few of them are going to be people that you mesh with. And I think it's the same for everyone. I think, I think we expect that... Mm, that's so hard to explain. <laughs> I think because out of all of the people I met at Masada University when I was there, I became friends with maybe five or six, which sounds like a lot, but like it was at different stages. So like I had one friend for like one year and then she left, uh, like one of my best friends. We were only like, we were only able to like be like physically together as friends for like one year, but she was like one of the best friends I made. And then I had like two other friends that I, like the Japanese girls that I talked about. And then like in my last two years, I met another friend that I, um, got along with very well very very well and it's like in the amount of all of the people that you meet during such a long time like four years you go to university i think i had the expectations that like oh i'm gonna be friends with everyone but it's not like that anywhere so like i think you have to find those people that you say they might not have to think exactly like you but they have to be people that are open to thinking in a way that you do and those people might not be photographers. You know what I mean? Like you maybe you expect, oh, because they're photographers, exactly. they're going to be like me. But you might find that someone who's like a mathematician thinks like you. Does that make any sense? But they're not going to be where you are. <laughs> um, but in school, like you don't have time to get to know everyone either. Like you just do discussions in the classroom and stuff like that. And like, it's not that easy to get to know someone that way. So like... 
there's so many like obstacles that I didn't think about and like I wanted to join like a club or like it's in Japan it's called a circle and I wanted to join like a band club and I went to one meeting but then I realized like I <laughs> I don't have time to go because I have to like work <laughs> so it was like all of these expectations that I had about friends just were never met and not because maybe they weren't great people to get to know but because of the circumstances that you don't think about before you like go abroad or like you know go study abroad or life in general just going to school it's just mm -hmm. <laughs> oh it's uh, it's so complicated <laughs> my brain is like <laughs> exploding right now <laughs> uh, so much yeah no, yeah i feel you with yeah. friends it can always be we kind of trick it right now like right now because this was, uh, I mostly talked about before. Yeah. Right now, um, I don't really have any friends. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have friends either. Uh, but I kind of like it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's an age thing. Yeah. It's not really about expectation, but whatever. But uh, I realized that I have a few chosen friends, if mm. you can call it that, mm. that I like chose or they chose me too of course yeah. but like we we both chose uh or choose each other and that feels so good to like just have those few i have two well pretty much yeah two that i have uh contact with in my hometown and that i see when i go home that i that i'm like we have to meet you know like it's no question about like we're we're you know like i'm setting the date before i book the ticket you know pretty much <laughs> And then it's you, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> and then I have a few in Stockholm, too. That's also like, I'm going to Stockholm. We got to meet up, you know? I have a few there. But that's it. It's like, what, like five-ish people? Yeah. No, that I consider really, really, like, close friends spread out all over the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and none of them is here. Yeah, same. Which I find, because I don't really mind, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like if I need to really, like, get something off my chest, then we then we talk. Yeah. Or I honestly feel like, uh, <laughs> might be a little bit, like, cheesy or cliche, but, like, Chris, my boyfriend, like, is really my best friend, too. Yeah. And yeah. I really feel that, and I think that's important, too. Like, I don't, I don't feel I need that, like... I, I, social socialization kind of thing or I don't know I get so much I, I get all that from from the people I already have and I don't feel like I really need new people or even the the friends I have here still <laughs> but that are like you know not not hang out every weekend kind of friends but but like you can still like see every now and then friends like, they're nice to meet, but that's, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's, it, it doesn't mean, or, I, I don't know. No, I, I get <laughs> it. Get point, like. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, it's the same for me. Like, I have always been able to count the amount of friends that I have on, like, maybe one hand. <laughs> but now maybe it's more mm -hmm. like two. But the thing is, like, uh, they're so spread out. Like I said before, like, both in the time that I met them and the place that I met them 
but I still can tell you the names of all of them because I those are the only people that I ever had like a real connection with and I don't need other friends than that and I don't talk to mm -hmm. them all the time like maybe I talk to them every now and then like some in Sweden maybe I think there's like only one person that I can think of in Sweden that I'm that will be like, oh my god, I will have to meet up, like this one person, <laughs> you know, or the, and then there's some other ones that I probably would meet up with, but if we had the time, but I don't have mm -hmm. a super strong, like, I think some people, because I don't know, like, this is just my speculating, like, some people might not need a super strong connection with people to be friends with them, like, they're just friends with everyone, and I'm sure there are people like oh, that. Oh, I, I, I need that. Um... But like I, I need that extreme strong connection, and yeah. we gotta connect on all levels. Otherwise, like, why would I waste my time? Yeah, and I've <laughs> noticed that. Person. Like, I don't want to be rude, but sometimes when, um, when I've hung out with but maybe it's okay someone to once, be rude too. yeah, you I, like, gotta I, be rude to protect your own energy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I like it's, like that's, that's it's just me. like sometimes I met with a person like one time, and I'm like, yeah, it was fun, but like I don't crave feeling or feeling i don't crave meeting them again like i don't have to like oh i want to talk to this person again i want to get to know them more or like then i just don't if that makes any sense yeah no, but what i feel is that like i'm I'm just so tired of fake yeah. friendship <laughs> yeah and people who just are, are friends with other people because this or that like because they they need a reason to go out to the club mm, or <laughs> so yeah. they use that other friend like oh can you come because i wanna i wanna show off at the club with this new dress or you know <laughs> or what and nothing wrong with it but it's still like i'm i'm so tired of that and maybe that is age i don't know but like all that fakeness like like I need a very good reason yes. <laughs> to meet up with someone. I sound like a, such a grumpy ass, but no. But like I, I also, but... I've also been always prioritizing, um, working on my own things, and I feel like every time I hang out with someone that I don't like, love, or like really, really want to hang out with, I'm just like taking time away from other things that I could have been doing and it's super cold like I <laughs> but I, I promise I'm not a cold person it's just like I I want to spend time like learning languages and I want to spend time like making YouTube videos when I feel like I have something I want to make or like I want to spend time writing my novel and if I just hang out with a bunch of people just to hang out with people I, I just get tired I guess I'm an introvert mm -hmm. that that's the conclusion mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean you don't have to be an introvert to be like that I guess but yeah and that's why like no but we're both uh, we're both very like dependent on energy and we both go yeah. off a lot of uh other people's energy and i can notice oh shit <laughs> okay there you go <laughs> sorry my phone just fell um uh but yeah but if i meet someone who maybe is super nice and everything and i have a good time but that person is kind of energy draining like maybe they wanted to meet up just because i don't know because they wanted to talk yeah and, and not i don't mean like wanted to talk because i'm their best friend like that's not what i mean but because they have that need to like have a conversation you know and it just didn't have to be me but i was free that day like that kind of people you know that it that, that they just like choose someone because they need to like 
talk <laughs> and that is for me so energy draining like yeah. I unless it's a really like obviously if the person and has some problem or issue that they want me to help out with or or get some advice on or something like of course I would able be able to help or like be willing to help if that person is really like a close friend or a friend or whatever but I don't know if it's just talk or like whining or like oh you know that kind of stuff like uh, oh I just can't deal with that. <laughs> no like this is uh, I just, I mean, this is a cool I've really topic, got into a period where yeah yeah sorry <laughs> but yeah no but I I've really gotten into that period in my life where it's like uh, I protect my energy a lot like a lot if it's something that just disturbs me a little bit I'm like Mwah. If it's someone that posts something on social media that I don't like, that it's like, why why do I want to see that? I don't follow. Like, I don't care. It can be someone I, I meet on a regular basis. But if it's something that disturbs me in, in one way or another, it could be whatever. Yeah. Then, like, why <laughs> why would I keep following that person? It doesn't make sense. Like, it's, it's my phone. It's my social media. It's my life. Yeah. And people get annoyed by it. And like, mm. why did you unfollow me? You know, like that kind yeah. of, which also makes it even more bigger reason to unfollow them in the first place. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We got into a whole other topic now, but yeah, it's okay. <laughs> really, yeah. No, I don't know. I've I've really become more aware of of that and of my own like energy and what. Like where I'm gonna put that energy too, and what I take in, like who can mess with it and not, and yeah, I don't know. For me, it's just so important on a daily basis to really like, I don't know, just be hang out with people with high energy, yeah. high vib vibration people <laughs> who has goals and like who has similar. Oh shit! <laughs> Sorry, people. fell again. Fell again. My dog is shooing my Turkish carpet, and you cannot do that. Okay. <laughs> it was expensive <laughs> for no reason at all because he fooled the fuck out of me. Oh. But, yeah. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> that's important for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. No. Me too. Like, I would rather just be alone like I am now because and do like all the things that I want to do every day than hang out with people that, you know, are just going to train me. So I get you. <laughs> all right. Well, we expected something <laughs> with this episode turned out to be a little bit different. <laughs> And maybe that's how it is with expectations. You can't really uh, have them, yeah. I guess. Yeah. That's my goal in life. <laughs> Not goal in life, but that's that's something. That's another, Yeah, but that's another thing I learned. Like, the higher you expect, the more disappointed you'll probably get. Yeah. And it's something to it. It really is. So you shouldn't have low expectations, but I think you should have, like, neutral expectations. Mm, yeah. Like, be happy, you know, about whatever is going to might happen or the travel you're gonna make or the new apartment or like whatever <laughs> the relationship or whatever it could be like be happy and like okay 
something new is happening or like be surprised but that's it (laughs) rather than like oh yeah this is what i expected or oh my god this is so not what i expected rather be like oh nice or like oh well (laughs) either way yeah that makes sense exactly yeah yeah so maybe more acceptance than expectations (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think might be something good Pepe, can you stop shooing my Turkish carpet? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's it for today. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. And thank you, Josephine. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye-bye. Yay. Ciao.